I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we are in. Oh, God, I didn't know that was going to happen. Okay, got it. What a setup we have today. What a setup. How do we even explain this one to the listeners? (laughs) How... Do we do this? Um, it currently looks like Stephen and I are holding walkie-talkies and communicating and, and it also to the CIA like me, at the moment. Which we my are. headphones which are, we are. I'm, I'm, I'm like tapped into some like criminal um, <laughs> artifacts having a, a conversation where they're only speaking in code. <laughs> Bro, man's deep in the gantry. Man's up in the gantry right there. Wow. Ah, before we kick things off, um, honourable mention to our brother Kieran, who is unable to join us today. He's swapped places with me, and um, oh yeah, trust me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's all I can say. Yeah, he's 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 well. He's just overseas. Yeah, but, but he's he's well. He's, he's doing good. Yeah, you listen to that album podcast. He's well. A show brought to you by four Londoners who in Amsterdam, giving you vibes, sharing stories of their own. And others around them in the creative world, and Yaf, where have you come from, big man? About you're trying to just, would you call it rotate onto this ep- onto this podcast after two weeks out? Where were you, good sir? Where were you, Kwame? Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for asking. Thank you very much for introducing the podcast as well. Excellent job, um, lovely listeners. As you can tell, I'm back. Back in the. Not the physical building, but I am here. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in this, I'm in this bitch. I'm in this bitch. That's where I am, and uh, I'm re-energized, recharged. Um, sure, the man have been able to feel the that I've uh, got a bit of a battery in my back, if that's the phrase. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> in my lower back, got a battery in my lower back, <laughs> and. Um, that is all down to the wonderful country that is Ghana. Um, Kwame Wilson is a, a proud, proud countryman of Ghana. And I feel like I understand him a little bit better now. So although he promised that he was going to call me today when he has a free slot to hear about it, I, I which he really didn't because he's a convenience caller who only calls Incredible. when he's walking Jeanette. Jeez. So listen, so listen, yes. listeners. Yes. Yaf and his crazy ways. I walk a dog at least twice a day, right? I'm the only one out of our home that will call someone randomly. And when I call someone randomly, people <laughs> act up, right? Whether I'm in the house or not in the house. But on occasions when I was... That's so true. That's so true. walking the dog, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so you're only calling me because you're walking... The-. I'm like, bro, I'm outside. What's the crime? What's the crime? And- do, you mm-hmm. know do you know it's, it's almost like as if Jeanette says, Yeah, you're crime if you called the boys today, and then you're like, Yeah, Jeanette, no, but right, I mean, I have, I mean, and it's like, <laughs> always what you want. So, shout out to Jeanette, like, like, you also who's know holding this every time, calls randomly as well, and out of the whole group. No, bro, like, I'll, I called Yaf randomly, but it's not random if it's always when you're on a walk. Gym shot, it, it's, 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 <laughs> and I gave him the answer. 
Is that is, can you can, can you can you validate that? Yeah. But anyway, is that anyway. True? But, yeah, no, I'll, but, I'll give him that. Kwame, I'm just I'm just fucking around. Ghana was great to me. I will I will disclose some more. During yes, what and made I was going to ask. You know, um, I think it's only right that we like start with yours. Start on a positive note. You've just left the motherland for the second time in 29 years. After 28 years of never being there, visiting Cameroon with us a lot. So I only think it's right, big man, that you start with what made you smile. And I'm guessing it'll be it'll be it'll be it will be it'll be themed by the Black Stars and the Gold Coast. So yeah, there you have it. Or no, you will tell us how you had it. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, Kwame, I, I, I don't think we've mentioned, but that's an that's an amazing shirt. Um, I'd just like to call that out before before hey, I continue. I'm so confused. I'm, oh, we Hang have on, a gonna... we have a guest. We have a guest on the show. El Capitan. <laughs> Who is this? We have been breached. Who is El Capitan? We have, been we have a special guest. <laughs> oh. a special guest. Please reveal yourself. Whoa. Uh, what's going on, man? What's going on? I literally had to, I saw that you lot were recording and I had time in my hotel. I was like, nah, I need to jump on and see you lot's faces. Yeah. And I'll tell you two things that come to mind, my brother. Good to see you. That, that's not the first thing. The first thing is you is you are a, you are an extremely handsome, brother. And second, well, like the cream like, machine. you love the game and you love this podcast and we love you for it, family. We love you for it. Yeah. I fucking do, man. I really do, bro. He loves it. I really, he loves it. I was like, no, he loves it. About fifteen minutes. Kieran, how long have we got you for? I can't lie. Fifteen minutes. Well, a great time because we, because we, because we were just about to speak about what made you smile. So I think we want to start with Yaf, and then it's only right that you share your what made you smile whilst being out of home. And we have not, um, we have not like displaced your current placement. So just to let you know that, let you know, all is safe. All is safe. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. good, all good, all good. Yaf, please, as you were, big man, what made you smile? Thank you, Kwame. Well, do you know what? It's really good that Kieran's on the call now because before I go into what made me smile, I would like to uphold one of his uh, newfound traditions that has been uh, started up on this podcast. Sorry, sorry, and sorry. I have to, it I have, is so I have to ironic. I'm sorry. It's so ironic that as I say this, Sirens Whoa, they are sounding really are. off in the background. They have understood the assignment. They know what's going on. They know what is about to commence. Stephen Apampa, will you please step before the jury as we decide your fate? Pampi Wagwambi. Before we do that, yeah, I, I missed out. I missed out one key detail. If we're gonna do this phone thing, you need to use headphones, innit? Otherwise, it's gonna hear the whole conversation. Um, no, we, yeah. we, we were fine last time. Fucking hell, he tells me now. Yeah, trust me. But go on. No, yeah, I've just please. got everyone turned down, so it should be bless. So, I can't remember what day it was, because I wasn't recording. But I'm going to say it was sometime around the 20th of April, or the 19th, maybe the 18th. Stephen committed a crime on this podcast, and I believe it was misquoting a Bob Marley lyric that is... Widely, he just widely known. It. He butchered it. Widely he butchered known. it, fam. Butchered. Butchered. And for the purposes of this podcast, I don't know if we have the editing prowess to do it this week, but I'm going to leave a little space to have that excerpt put back in. So excerpts will begin now.
Computer says no. And now that you've heard Stephen absolutely butcher that Bob Marley line, for the first time in Out of Home history, our first member of Out of Home is going into jail. Stephen, do you have any closing words before you go to jail? No, I beat the case. I beat the case. Um, appeal. Case. Appeal decision. No, no, it's... No, 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 no. It's the Wi-Fi, isn't it? The Wi-Fi... And said, was the sun is shining. The weather is beautiful. Yeah, what the yeah. Well, if, if you, if you, if and you, he said if it with chest as well. I actually think I was like... It's a, it's a, it's a remix, isn't it? Sound, I was like... <laughs> Okay, that sounds a bit different, but I relaxed. I relaxed for once. Said it with big chest, fam. Said it with big chest. That's a VAR cool. Goodness me. Um, Stephen, we'll let you know. Well, I can't even remember the rules, but you're in, you're you're the first member to go to jail. There should be a um, forfeit. Kieran, do you we have anything to add to that? Forfeit, but you're gonna have a forfeit, bro. <laughs> No, 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 no. If the forfeit's not in the episode, we, we we roll on. We roll on. We roll on. You are in jail. Unless I'm friend. in jail next I, week. I'm, I'm, good, I'm in jail next I week. I leave and just send it to the group and then you, you've got... <laughs> I've got a good feeling. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, in the interest of time, because if we're talking about prison, we do have the pod police, uh, the pod governor in the building, which is uh, Kwame Wilson. So I'm going to continue with what made me smile. Uh, only pod governors wear shirts like that, big man. Only pod governors. Only, only, only real men of stature wear shirts like that to record. That's all I can say. That is all I can say. <laughs> okay, um, so Ghana definitely made me smile. I think I briefly spoke a little bit about it in my last update. But we could do a whole episode of, on it. We're not going to do that. I just want to say, Kwame, your people are beautiful, your country is amazing, and I had the best time ever. Did I go to a lot of parties? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Was that what made the trip so amazing? A little bit, but it wasn't the whole part. I think it has a perfect blend, yeah, of culture, history, nature, art, music, dope people. Like, it's just... A phenomenal place, bro. Like compared to Cameroon, it is it is it is a huge difference. There's a huge upgrade. Um, oh, oh, I had shade. I did. I did have. I did have a case. Well, there's new fans that we've made. I did have a case of uh, of the old, uh, you know, belly belly not necessarily agreeing with the climate, but um, you know, we move. I learned from Cameroon. I learned how to do with it. But it was just a sick experience, man. Like, we have to go. As a collective, we have to go. We will go. I'm manifesting it. We will go. It was just like, oh, man. Oh, man. As you guys can see, man, gas from it. I would implore anyone who's listening to this pod to explore Literally. it. Go check it out. Eve, oh, there's just so much, bro. Do you know what? The one thing that made me smile probably the most about that was going to the Freedom Skate Park, which is a newly found skate park i believe it was opened in december of last year yeah yeah um and i went there i spoke to the founder sandy and we was just chopping up but as we were talking there was literally like five-year-old kids on skateboards learning how to skate for the first time 
There were like little girls there learning how to skate. There were local people who literally, she was telling me like, they, they're the people that sell food and, and drinks like in traffic. But like to forget about their troubles, their trials, their tribulations, they just come and skate and it's just like where they can just be free and be themselves. And I think metaphorically, that was probably one of the the best moments for me in Ghana because it really just encaps, it kind of captured what everything in Ghana is about for me. So I would say that's what made me smile. Um, I will talk, actually the whole episode has a, has a big Africa theme where... Uh, we will see our very own Stephen Apampa go up against Kwame Wilson. Don't know how it's going to go. And uh, more, to, more to come on that later on. But without further ado, I'm going to hand yes. over to uh, yes. the Green Goblin himself. Man like Green Godfrey. <laughs> got green trousers on as well, oh, man. I swear, though. <laughs> looking like money over there, fam. Big money, fam. Big Rex. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, they will see. They 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 gonna see today. No, do it. They they gonna see today. Um, smart. Um, well, last week actually, I went to a play called uh, "For Black Boys Who Have Considered Suicide When the Hue Gets Too Heavy." Brav, the the the. I want to do like a proper like summary of it next week when I'm properly back on the podcast. Yeah, but it was so good, man. It was it basically like talks about um black men mental health the things that they go through from like a very early age as a child all the way through to like adulthood um covers themes such as like understanding your 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 blackness in relation to yourself and in relation to the world uh families and fathers and then love and then death and it was such a like a a beautiful piece of like uh theater uh i wanna if i had it to, to hand i would say who the art the, the author was but it was like seven different characters all their names were different shades of black so there's guys like midnight uh jet black or jet his name was jet uh said uh Sabe, oh, I can't, I can't, sable there's a few more as well noir and it was just really dope to just see that um as just someone who's kind of like um, trying to tap back into his creativity, as Jeff said in the group the other day, and to like understand that there are also people that are exploring a similar like headspace that I find myself in at the moment. So it was really dope to go there. Um, and then, yeah, and another thing that's maybe making me smile or has been making me smile this week is the fact that uh, I'm in Barcelona, BCN, 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 um, back to talk to cheaper cars to see if they can sort out our um, our, our sponsorship for <laughs> this year's uh, uh, tournament, Cheaper, Cheaper Cup tournament. Kieran? Yeah. Doesn't Stephen have a brand deal with them? Basically, did, like, I've been trying to sort out his contract whilst I've been here. Right. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I'm saying, so... That's been dope. Like Barcelona as itself. I only just found out today that Barcelona is actually a small city. It has a population of maybe a, a million people, which is close to Amsterdam. I always thought it was a lot yeah. bigger, you know? Wow, yeah. How how um how cultural would you say the city is? 
if you had to rate yeah, I mean, a lot more than Shots yeah, would fire, <laughs> kaboom, bro, in man's chest piece for no reason. Stephen, Stephen, if 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 we're gonna hold on, if we're gonna hold on to that, if we're gonna hold on to that, and because uh, I heard you talk about it recently as well, I think it was either the last episode or the one before. I want to say it was the last episode. Um, we got to the bottom of what I was trying to say in the episode. And if you want to continue this narrative, bro, we can, we can, we can go blow for blow, bro. Blow, 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 blow. We can do this. We can do this. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, blow I'm for blow, Barca. Love to see it. Soak up the energies from a different city. It's very warm. Um, yeah, I'm here for a couple of days. Then I'm heading over to Rome. Then I'm coming back home to London. But it's been dope, man. Like, just yeah, needed time away from the UK. Um, fingers in pies as always. And um, yeah, man, just like the, the ideas are circulating, you know what I mean? So it's been love good to, to kind of disconnect from what, what's been happening we love to hear it, bro. in London and just have this moment to like figure stuff out, get a little bit of more of an understanding of what I want to do later on in life and stuff. But it's been good, man. It's been nice. But yeah, that's what's been making me smile. Over to you in the plus three one operations. I'm going to ask my good brother. Hello. Um, what's making me smile? Just the fact. I'll say this. I have a new workplace, which is very interesting. Stephen, shout out to you, Stephen. It's very interesting. Uh, hey. but no, just the fact that, you know, uh, because of like the friends and family like Yaf and Stephen and Nathan and Jenny, there's been a lot of people that I've known like before the role or the company that I'm now at. And now it's like, yo, like, do, do you want to go for a coffee? Do you want to have a lunch? So last week I linked up with man, like, what do you call it, Young David, the what do you call it, uh, the like um, kickboxing king from from what I, I want to say like River State, but I might be offensive or racist, but I don't care. And then I also had I also had a coffee with uh, an out of home OG, super fan, and if we ever go to Patreon, it'll be because of him, Kyle J. Um, no, that was really nice to just chop it up about life. Very mm. nice. Yeah, to, and like very to, nice. To, to, to see like to see like those two like good brothers. What do you call it? The 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 way they've been behaving. Um, yeah, that's what made me smile. Like um, it's April. Things seem to be opening up. It's the, it's the first real King's Day. And to, to, are you dear? Are you? Yes, thank are you. you are you Mikel Antonio or something, bro? I don't know what's going on. What is this Wakanda, rice? bro? Um, Are you good? But yeah, so that's what made me smile. Just like seeing a, be, be, being able to being able to l- l- link up with some people that I've got a lot of time for, and in the future and over the coming months, I, I, I think we'll be we'll go closer, which is exciting. And a shout out to like Jenny on that regard, who st- who have still yet to catch on the call. Every time we're on the call, she sometimes decl- she somehow declines, bro. Somehow, but I'll I'll, I'll catch you one day. I'll catch you one day, J Dot. Yeah, she's got life figured out, bro. That's what it is. And she got Steven life figured out. Over there, where are you, big sir? Are you in London? Are you in Amsterdam? What's happening? What's up? What's up? What's up? London for the night. Um, so thank you very much, Coffee Bean Boateng. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> what's been making me smile? Um, Rah. Oh yeah, no. There's a weekend. On the weekend, I. I was having really, sh- I was really pissed off last weekend. Really pissed off. 
yeah, yeah, I think it was a weekend. Yeah, it was. It must be a weekend. Really pissed off um, most of the week. Uh, Banning my laptop on Friday. And then I went to link up with Matt. Shout out Matthew. Matthew Cannon. I hadn't seen time. him in a while. So I um, went to Peckham. So it was good to uh, catch up with him and just kind of share stories. We hadn't seen each other for the longest time since he went to the went to the States. So we caught up with him. And then I also managed to catch up and link up with Flo as well. I uh, went to the uh, Arsenal United game, which we won't say too much. No, 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 no. It's no, not Steven, that type of pod. You, it's not that type of pod. Mm. It's not... Mm. It's not that type of pod. It's not that type of pod. Like, um, um, I know you're in Barcelona, but the Cooper thing hasn't come through yet. We'll save it for the... <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll save it for the crossover episode. Mm. But, um, yeah, I was in... Uh, I was in that stadium for that experience, but uh, but it's just great meeting up with people um, and then uh, link linking up, sharing jokes and then catching up. So um, a nice full weekend. Normally I don't do much on a weekend, so it was nice to be um, out and about. And um, yeah, that concludes this week's um, "What Made You Smile." As you can see, the man there well smiling. Um, I know uh, our very own Dale Winton has his own kind of uh, game show that he wants to take us through. But before that, before that, this is a uh, king. Is it Kings or Queens Night tonight in the Netherlands? It's Kings Night. Did it used to be called Queens Night? Yeah. Or did I make that up? You're correct. You're correct. Okay. Okay. And okay. Queen's okay. Day as well. But yeah. Okay. Okay. I was moving mad, and I just want to quickly ask you, man, in honor of Kings Day tomorrow, like some of your Kings Day memories, like. Um, what are the ones that particularly stick out for you? And I can, I can save some time if nobody's got um, anything on the tip of their tongue. But today, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I know you're. I've only done one Kings Day. I've only done one Kings Day. Oh, which one? was that? The the infamous one. I've done two. One I've done one like, like official Kings Day, and then I did a did a Kings Day with during lockdown with uh, we had an unofficial Kings Day with yeah. Is is that the is that the infamous one? Oh, the infamous one was the one before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not the infamous one. I'm trying to remember now. Not happy, bro. There's <sighs> so many thoughts running through my head right now. I don't even know if I've got the right memory. <laughs> the boat. No man, that was that was actually a very memorable Kings Night. Um, I, I maybe I've had two. I wasn't officially living at your house that time. Maybe I was. I wasn't at your house like I went living in Amsterdam. I've missed a couple, but that one was infamous. But it was a very good one anyway. Uh, how would you describe Kings Day? Like for those that don't know much about Kings, how would you describe your experience of Kings Day? Kings Day is wild. <laughs> it's a terror, what, bro. It's What's the equivalent? Option. What's the equivalent in, in in the UK? Would you say there is? It's this. It, I would say carnival, but there's no equivalent mm. because like it's like. Do you know what it's like? Yeah, it's like your favorite team just won. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, bro, yeah. bro. It's like England winning the yeah. World Cup. <laughs> if England won the World Cup. Imagine what would take straight take place carnage, did it? Just uh, carnage. Yes. Kings Day. That's very good. That's very very. That's good. what Kings Day is, bro. Literally, it's on my team, bro. And then it's the only time of the year where you can actually like sell stuff from outside of your house legally. Yeah. Do, you know how mad, do you know how mad the whole run of show for the day is? So like at some point in the morning, 
the youths are out there flogging stuff like it's under the hammer or something. I, I don't understand it, but like there's market stores out there selling stuff. So at some point, someone someone blows that orange whistle and it all transforms. It's the true, market though. Store, it's true. The market stores go away, out come, out come the food stores and then the vibes. And then there's a third transformation, which happens when the sun begins to go down, then King's Night is really in full effect. And, like, I just don't know. It's just a mad run of show. I can't understand it. How do we go from, like, selling s- selling um, used books to, um, <laughs> to being laid out, laid out on a boat? My, my, my favourite King's Day memory involves um, someone very close to the pod, Mr. Adil Nayas. There oh, were, yeah. the reincarnation of Adil Nayas. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never wow. seen a man respawn so many times. Big so, respawn, bro. <laughs> I'm not. A deal. A lives in. Used to live in Nord, which is like um, it's like was it twenty, twenty five minutes by car? Would you say? Yeah, no, yeah. Probably about. He says twenty minutes, but it's like thirty minutes. From okay, like, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll meet. We'll meet in the middle and say twenty five. So like, we were out. Everybody gets wasted. It's just part of the day. You just get just get waved. Everybody's waved, but. A deal felt it a little bit more than others. So to 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 that point, a couple of friends put him in a cab back home. So I asked, like, where's a deal? They're like, a deal's gone back home. Expecting that was a deal's King's Day done and dusted. But no, it was just the beginning. It was just the beginning. 20 minutes later, I see man back in the thick of it. I was like, a deal, when you back home. He was like, Yeah. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I came out. I was like, but you live in Nord. He's like, yeah, 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 I was like, where's your bike? Like, I don't know. So that was the first respawn. And then lo and behold, we, we jolly on again. Someone had caressed Yaf's lower back. At this point, it was all kicking off. It's all a bit of a madness. Again, a deal goes missing. So I was like, yeah, I sent him back. I was like, surely, surely, this must spell the end of King's Day deal. <laughs> lo and behold, 30 minutes later, my guy's there again with another bevy in his hand and loving life. And I'm like, rah, those sensu beans are different. <laughs> and this happened one more time before I've now accepted that a deal is immortal. A deal is king's proof. The day may be for a deal. King's Day is celebrating a deal as far as I'm concerned. That's the day he showed he showed me levels and I was just like, you are, you are indestructible. So that's one of my favourite King's Day memories. King's Day is, bruv, King's Day, yeah, is just such a, like, everyone is happy on King's Day, bro. Everyone. Because the locals, well, people who are from the Netherlands, they use it as a time to just go wild and let loose. And the expats, the people who have moved there, they're like, I don't even know what this thing is, but I've got a day off work, so I'm not going to argue. And apparently it's another excuse to get wasted, so I'm going to go hard. And... I know that we had two years of Corona where it didn't happen, but before that, and I can imagine tomorrow, it's gonna be a matting. It is. There's hella block parties. Yeah. There's just like vibes on every street, by the canals, people in boats. Like King's Day is lit, bro. I'm so pissed that I'm missing it, but King's Day is lit, fam. Mm. And then, Quinn, what about you? Because you've probably been celebrating King's Day, one of the one of the OG. Oh, apparently, it's Amsterdam Vet, fam. I found out today that apparently I met Kwame at King's Day. Yeah, that was our did. first ever meeting, apparently. Yeah, I think you're wearing an orange jacket to match your orange hurley or 
Why, why, why are you violating? Why are you violating <laughs> for it? Look at this. Look, look, look at this Timberwolf. <laughs> That's funny. I really like that. I really like that. It's this, but it's not at the same time. And I met you with, shout out to Nathan, Carby B. And we, we we first started in a bar in Lydon Plant. Okay, that's cool. I met uh, uh I met uh, a, a a lot of your colleagues who are now. <laughs> and I was and you kept cracking jokes. I was like, who's this guy in this orange jacket <laughs> thinking he's funny, fam? Like, it was, it, I think it was five years ago. Actually, it was five years ago. Now, now on King's Day, like what you do a lot of times is that like you 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 sample in the sites because the King's birthday. A lot of people want to wear orange, what have you. But you also do you, you, you do a lot of walking, exploring, and, and drinking. So then I don't know how, but we analyzed the plan, and we ended up maybe walking like twenty-five minutes uh, more into the center, or less, or more, more, more to the west, and we ended up like near like uh, what do you call it? like those are cracked. So like so like near like Vatikant. And I remember I was with my housemate at the time. Shout out to Chris, and him and some others in the group joined impromptu p- um, pickup game of basketball. Were like, <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't. Casual. Oh, the one by Vatican, the the basketball yeah, court. Yeah, yeah, and, and like oh, it, it wasn't, it, 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 it wasn't casual. Like, oh, like let let, let let me jump in and try and shoot a fadeaway. It was like, no, like I'm put some, I'm gonna put some elbow grease on and like box out posting up, like part of my French. It was just a crazy night. We went to different bars, met loads of people, and I just, I, I just, I, I left it thinking. Who the hell is Steven, innit, fam? Who the hell is Steven? <laughs> Who's this guy? Much um, like most people who meet him for yeah, the first exactly, time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then um, I was living my uh, life at that time, so that was quite interesting. You, you know what's funny about that basketball? I didn't someone get put on a poster. I saw someone sprawled out. Like, someone, someone tried. <laughs> it was a pickup game, but someone got dropped. Yeah, <laughs> I just no, saw it, one of those. But no, it was definitely good vibes. My, my first King's Day might have been like, the, the hottest so that was really good i like just go into the pack streets and see everything and like you said guys that like, um like carnival is more like enjoying the food and the vibe like gay pride out here in amsterdam is more like celebrating the occasion of happiness king's day is just everyone wants to get drunk and wear a little bit of orange bro that's it, that's <laughs> it. Like, yeah it's just vibes. everyone is on the same type of carnage like everyone wants that smoke you understand that? <laughs> no one is happy that we're living in a, a society where there's a king and he's lived another year. N- none of that, bro. I was like, I'm, 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 today I'm getting fucked up. I have a day of work. Let me enjoy it. Um, and like, you just see like swaths of cans of Heineken up and down the street. And like, if you go to Albert Hein or anywhere, it's a madness. But anyway, I'll probably say my biggest um, King's Day memory was the uh, time I met, um, time I met that Stephen. Like, who's this chief? And now he's a close friend and a business partner. So more for me, more for me. You know, one thing, one thing before we like wrap up on this year, the one thing that always got me on King's Day was like how quickly and how efficiently the Dutch authorities get rid of the muck from the night. Answer <laughs> the muck. It's like it never happened, bro. That's I was very like, very impressive. It's so impressive, bro. It's so impressive. But yeah, that, that's my my little two pence on that still. Oh, oh also, I went to Jack the Plug shop and mm. I got myself something in Barcelona. That's all I'm gonna say. Cheese. <laughs> Shout out Jack the Plug, our first ever official guest, by the way. Yes, 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 yes. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Before we begin the next uh, phase of this podcast, I have one question to ask. Are you both ready? Let's get ready to rumble. 
before I leave, I want to hear what the, so what the situation is. All right. I first want to caveat this section by saying, Kwame and Stephen have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> I can you. assure you it's going to be calm. It's going to be very calm. It's going to be very calm. But whilst out in Ghana, I was getting a lot of inspiration. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I was just like taking everything in. And I said to myself, like, I'm just so curious to hear Stephen and Kwame's perspective on this. Kwame, obviously being from Ghana, Stephen being very close from Nigeria, both being part of the diaspora. I just wanted to get their opinions on a few things. And when we were out in Cameroon and on several occasions on this podcast, we have seen that Stephen and Kwame often disagree on a lot of things, much to the humor and delight of others. However, for today, on today's episode, we're going to try and get Stephen and Kwame to agree. So... The format of the session or the section, whatever you want to call this, is going to be as follows. I have three different, uh, I don't even know what to call them. I've got three different sections, essentially. Mm -hmm. Two questions for each. And every question I ask, Stephen and Kwame need to ultimately agree on the outcome of the answer. So they can discuss it. We're going to have an open conversation, but they need to agree on what the outcome of the answer is. How does that sound, gentlemen? Sounds terrific, mate. I'm a I'm a I'm an agreeable kind of guy, so yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, here we By go. By the way, the questions <laughs> the, the questions are, are a bit of a mixed bag. I can tell you the three sections are around creativity and energy. Ooh. One is around the diaspora and some questions around that. And then the third is more like the development of Africa as a continent. So we've got some varied, varied sections there. Um after hearing those three, gentlemen, I will uh put the the baton, I'll hand the baton over to you guys and ask, what is the section you would like to begin with? Um, over to you, Accra. I'll let you take this. Uh, the first one, let's talk about creativity, is that correct? Yes, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Okay, flyer, so mate. the first question, and again, this is something that ultimately you guys are going to have to agree on, so this could be pretty interesting. The first question is, it seems like Nigerian artists have a big name for themselves on a global scale. Do we foresee this happening for other countries across the continent? And when do you think this will happen? Wait, wait. So do you mean like, do we think at any point in time, other nations will catch up, basically? Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, so, I just asked the question. Was that, was that, was that not the question? Up, fam? <laughs> Is that not the question? No. Wait, that's how you framed it. No. 
That's how you said it. Man <laughs> said catch up. Bro. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, this is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be amazing. <laughs> gonna be amazing. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, yes, love. yes, yes. Much love. Much love. Love you lot. Are we back next week? Cheers. Cheers. This is sounding like an amazing podcast. <laughs> no, we miss you, brother. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy the sun. Love, bro. In a bit. Yeah, much love. In a bit. Love, bro. Catch up. So, so, sorry, sorry, Dale. Can you repeat the question? Because that, that's what I heard. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But, but like, but like, don't you have um? Do you have set um answers for us, or we have to come up to our own agreement? No, no, no. There's no set answers. You guys have oh, to okay. agree on the on the outcome. Okay. So can I hear the question again, please? Because I heard something different. Yes, you can, Stephen. I said, it seems like Nigerian artists have a big name for themselves on a global scale when it comes to music. Yeah. Do we see that other countries will... The question is basically, can we see other countries developing that same sort of acclaim? Um, It's definitely possible. Um, Will I be alive for that? I don't know. But it's definitely... It's definitely there's a big um there's big uh, pop artists in Egypt actually apparently that do like really big numbers. I don't know the music, but I was looking at it the other day and I saw that they're doing big big numbers. But um, when it I'm not gonna, when it comes to music, I'm not Nigeria does have the game in their chokehold. Like like just I'm just saying, just saying, no no shade or anything. Um, in other countries, I think what helps Nigeria is obviously the, the size of the population. So if something is a hit there, is obviously a trickle effect like if you've, if you've got 200 million people on your side or so and so then it's just gonna uh, influence so i think with other countries they can have lit artists but not necessarily have the um the following that helps them to get uh, popular although in a digital era that shouldn't matter so much but i feel like it does um Kwame, what do you think mate i still can't believe the first thing you said was catch up no it's definitely possible like at the moment nigeria definitely has it on smash like let's let, let's call a spade a spade and like, there's no point in being tribal and untruthful so nigeria has it on smash from a recording standpoint in terms of artists but like you know as you know uh things things happen for uh, things happen for different reasons during different seasons so even though nigeria has it with the, the vocal artists the south africa is enjoying a huge resurgence, not resurgence, but in terms of like Amapiano, do you understand? So I definitely think it's, it's possible that you, you you might see a spate of artists that could come out of, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, there was a lot of artists making noise from like, what you got, Senegal, Cameroon, GH for sure, you know? So yeah, it's definitely possible and will happen in our lifetime, probably next five, 10 years, because I'm very happy. It looks like Afrobeats isn't a trend. It looks like it's now like just a permanent main like category. So I definitely think in the next uh, next years it could definitely change. Um, I mean, it happens in rap music and what have you. You know, you know, it, g- it goes from different coasts to east to west to down south. So I definitely think that Nigeria is having a period, but um, they will they they will definitely have to be they'll definitely at some point be mo- be moved aside. Swiftly. Definitely not, definitely not. So I think we agree it's possible. Uh, yeah, we, we do we not agree on possible. the we, agree we don't we don't agree on the timings the timings. You know, we can follow up on, but we believe it's... It's, it's not a word it is possible. Time, isn't it, about time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, the next, next question, please. Um, thank you very much. I'm glad to see that we're uh, starting to agree a little bit. Although the times might be a little bit skewed, I feel we're, on, we're on the same page to a certain degree. And I will say as well, Kwams, what you said about I'm a Piano. In every bar, club, pub, restaurant, you hear I'm a Piano being banged in Ghana. So... You can really see that it's it's got like a commercial 
angle. People are messing with it. Like, it's a really big genre out in certainly Ghana, and I'm sure it's probably the same in Nigeria as well. So Yeah, no, it is. Okay, question number two, and the last question when it comes to creativity and energy, is one thing that you notice, and this is obviously only being in Cameroon and Ghana, but obviously social media allows you to see a lot as well, is that Africa's filled with creativity. Whether it's how somebody is trying to sell something to you, whether it's the artwork, whether it's the music, whether it's the way people dress, it's filled with creativity. When do you think, guys, we'll start to see this translate into more recognition, greater riches? Like, when, will, when, when do you think the continent will actually reap the rewards of this incredible, incredible creativity? I think it has been, uh, to be honest with you. It's definitely in music. If you look at in fashion as well, like I, th- I think it definitely um, has been. I think the next step is just ownership and having to put Africa's own platforms in the forefront, I think is the next step where we don't need to outsource, where we don't need the validation of like Europe to like make a make a hit or to succeed but i definitely think people are getting their 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 flowers through the creativity especially the ones um that are able to come outside of the country especially so i think the bigger question is like when within the continent are we going to actually put the respect on some of these um uh innovators i think outside definitely for sure like i think um africans dominate a lot of um when it's healthcare, like it's hard to in in and, and go to the nhs and try not to meet someone from africa in the nhs not possible literally saving saving lives there we've already touched on music we've touched on fashion um you've seen that like, the influence of virgil abloh in terms of athletes we're we're, we're we're there so i think in terms of tech as well there's a lot of african um um tech enterprises which are kind of like getting their recognition so i think um there are i think it's just a case of when we don't need to go out of the continent in order to receive the flowers um but i'll pass it over to the gantry let me live uh no great question yeah uh i, I think the the moment is uh yeah it's, it's here like yeah you because know, because i'll say this when i was younger i'll tell people i'm from ghana and they'll be like what, 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 what? Like, because there was no real cultural reference right and then during what the 2000 and i want to say 2006 world cup 2010 world cup because of the great performances, people had some kind of reference. Oh yeah, I know Ghana. The football team that play um, dances when they score all that stuff. And now it's and 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 now it could be because of like a music artist, or now it could be because of like mm. an Oswald Barteng or a film or what have you, or the, or, or dance like the Ozonto. Do you understand? So yeah, but um, so I, I so I, so I think it's 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 almost upon us. Like like Stephen said, I would uh, I, I I do think there is still a kind of need for it to be presented in a way that sometimes is a bit uh, annoying. Like a lot of times we hear about brands having African inspired. No, 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 no. Just go to the source. Just go to the source for African prints inspired mm. by all that stuff. So uh, no, I, 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 I definitely think we are approaching. So short story, me and Stephen are agreeing, but we're not maybe uh, we're a bit hazy on the timings. I, I, I believe it's here, but I, but I believe it will come in the future tenfold. I'm not sure when. Yeah, we said the same thing. Sorry, agree. This is this is beautiful. Um, I I think I put it in my story, but did did you guys see what happened to me? How I got finessed? No. Oh no. my days! So basically, I've, I've I've gone to Cape Coast, yeah, and um, pulled up to Elmina Castle, 
And Elmina Castle was basically one of the places um, where slaves were sort of kept, sold, and um, ultimately kind of shipped all across the all across the Atlantic. And um, when I pulled up, a group of guys, like you know how it is when you're in um, the car, yeah. Like they'll come up to the car. You haven't even got out of the car yet, so they're like outside the car waiting for man in it, hustling. So they're just chatting to me. I'm like, you know how it is. You can't give these guys play. Otherwise, you're just going to be there all day. So I'm kind of like just walking, 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 walking. They're just asking questions like, oh, what's your name, bro? And I was like, just asking me for my name, innit? Like, I'm, let me not be rude. Uh, give, giving him my name. It. He's like, uh, how do you spell that? Fiennes. And I told him how to spell it. And he's like, okay, cool. Like, have a good day, bro. Enjoy Almina Castle, blah, 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 blah. So then... I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. He said, I've got some artwork, come and see it after. I was like, no, it's, like, it's cool, innit? I'm just here for this, whatever. So then the Omina Castle experience has happened, done the tour, whatever. Get out of the castle. And then my man's come up to me again, he's like, hello, do you remember me? He's given me like this shell with this really cute message. was like, to our dear brother, Yafu, we hope that you had a great time at Elmina Castle. Did he's like here? We gave this. We've made this for you, and it's one of them ones, yeah. Where it's like, well, like well played, isn't it? Like well played. There's, I just had to applaud the creativity around it because at that point you're not you're not not gonna take the show in it. You're not gonna be that hard and say like, no, nah, I don't want well, it, bro. Well. I was I was impressed by the creativity. I was like, fair enough, man. Like take thirty CDs in it. Like this is. Like, this is... I'm impressed, bro. I'm impressed. And that, for me, was just an example of how creative people can be to achieve what they want to achieve. Like, in, in every like in every way, you just see you're surrounded by creativity in Ghana, but I think that applies to, to the whole continent. So, yeah, man. I think just approaches and the way that people do things and how resourceful they are, it's just incredible, man. So... Shouts out to creativity. Shouts out to energy. The next section, you've got a choice of either talking about the diaspora or the development of Africa. Which, which section would we like to go to next, gentlemen? Uh, um, I chose uh, first, so I will, let my, I will let my humble, who's really a humble opponent, um, uh, pick this one. Uh, it's a diaspora for me, Dale. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Stephen. Um, very simple one. What role do the diaspora play in building Africa? Uh, for me, it's literally building it and not like not talking about it, not um going on IG, uh, flaunting it, but literally like being there, hands dirty, um, on the continent. You got to touch down, you got to lay some roots and actually uh do something on the continent and not for the gram. So when that kind of uh, mind shift happens, then a lot can happen. I see bare people go and then they'll kind of like put it on the gram, like, oh, they're repping, they're repping, they're repping. And it's just for an IG story. We know like a lot of their movements are fake. I think the diaspora's role is to put some roots down and to uh build bridges. Like literally, I think both sides is about building, uh, building bridges. And uh, over to you, uh, Kwame. Oh, that's my actual name. That's surprising. Yes, Stephen, I agree. And like you said, like... Oh, like wow. This this is amazing, bro. This is like, amazing. <laughs> like, build, 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 build bridges. But just, just to understand, like, just because if you are or from diaspora or from that country, it doesn't mean that it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come from 
Amsterdam, I'm come from London, I'm gonna do my thing and like you will have to follow. No, we are guests in, well, I mean, not guests, but you understand that, we, st we still have to understand that there's like a rule of, there's a, a rule, no, not a rule, but it's a way of doing things, so a culture of doing things, so uh, you, you might wanna, you, you might wanna impl implement some things, but you also have to respect the way things are done. To understand, like you could, you could, you can't come in and just take this European or this like trans transatlantic mindset and be like, no, this is my way. It's like, nah, bro, you're in Ghana, you're in Nigeria, or you're in Burkina Faso. Relax and don't be like the other people where they just came and storming through. You have to respect the way things are done and also kind of uh, what you call it, adhere to them. And just um, yeah, like like Stephen said, just um, like build bridges, uh, learn, um, have fun. That's that's like nobody's saying you can't go to these countries and turn up, but if you're there, also try and because like like Wikipedia or an IG story is never going to tell you as much as what it is to actually be there to feel it. You understand? Like Almina Castle is I I implore everyone to do it, but it's very heavy. You yeah, understand? very. It's very heavy mm. to be there and to to witness the, the terrible situations that a lot of humans and. A lot of black 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 African slaves were placed in, but it's important to go there so you so you feel it. So yeah, I'll ju I'll just say like um like much what Stephen said, just build bridges, uh, respect uh the the laws of the land per se, not all the way because you because you might get you might get shafted like me and Yaf did because a couple of years ago I also had a show on my name with my name on it, <laughs> and, uh, and um yeah, just you know learn and also have fun. That's what I would say. And very good. And as we know that, uh, yeah, like as as we know that Africa is about to explode, it's important that we, like like Stephen said, like plant our roots down. But I love not it. only for the financial gain, also if you want to be there as well. Hundred. It's about basically like laying foundations in it and making sure you set up for long term success. Uh, I think this one has a very simple answer. I'm very curious to get you guys' point of view on this. Um, loving this. Game show-esque uh, vibe, by the way. I think we need to do this some more. Um, do you think we're going to start to see more people from the diaspora moving back to Africa and setting and, and building? So it kind of builds off what we just said, basically. In a short one word, yes, it's already happening and it will continue to accelerate. I mean, if you're in the UK, what are you really staying for, fam? Like, Preeti Patel... If you don't go by your own will, she'll send you there, whether you like it or not. Um, there's not much. Just like I think people are tired of the the lifestyle in 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 Europe. And like I was saying to, I, think I was saying to a colleague because they were commenting on my my stories, and I was just like, yeah, how I'm treated in Nigeria is different to how I'm treated in um, when I come to. I live a different lifestyle out 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 there, and I feel like Bruv, um, that's mad. That lifestyle is appealing to. A lot of people. So I think once um, things improve, in, it all comes down to stable governance. And I think that's where Ghana has the edge is that they have a uh, stable government. It's kind of seen as a more safer, uh, easier place to kind of settle versus um, versus Ni versus Nigeria. But um, in general, definitely people will start heading back. And I'm just going to pass it on to Bubu Boateng over there. Uh, yeah, bro, I... I uh... I could I can't lie. I did forget what the question was actually. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I did forget what the question was. This guy, bro. 
do you think do you think people from the diaspora are gonna start like moving back home? Oh yeah, sorry, yes, yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. Um, no, because you know why? I was taken aback because you actually gave Ghana a clean compliment and at the expense of Nigeria. Yes, Gina is barking. She doesn't know what's happening, fam. Yes. Um, <laughs> what am I saying? A hundred percent. And I actually think like COVID and time zones will actually be a reason why a lot of people were able to see oh, wow, like, I could do this, you understand? Like, mm, for some reason, true. we're bound to our corporate jobs in these places, in, the, in these work, in these work, in these buildings of work, nine to five, must be at the location. And then we saw, and then so someone could be like, well, I could wake up an hour earlier and go GH and do the same job, fam. Yes, Jeanette, it's true. We are coming home. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, 100%. And and like Stephen said, like, there in the, in the Europe, there's a lot of, not even hustle and bustle. There's a lot of just like this, like rat race lifestyle, like struggling yeah. to make it. Like, like, uh, like, why are we dying to live? Like, like we should be, we should, we should, we should be living, and then we pass on. You know, like there, there's, there's a lot of struggle. Yes, Jeanette, I hear you, but um, yeah. So in a hundred, in 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 Stephen's words, I wholeheartedly agree as well. People will be coming home, and rightly so. Not it's that all things in Europe are, are bad. And no, 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 that everything back home is great. But I think people will, will be seeing that there's a, a scope and a market f- for a lot more jobs that we're doing mm. in, in in these climates um, back home. Yo, like, I know we have a bit of a, um, a rhetoric behind this narrative, but I'm actually learning a lot from you guys and just mad interested to get your point of view in it. Because obviously, like, having only been twice and in quite quite quick quick succession it's been really interesting for me to just like take all of this stuff in but you guys have been been experiencing this and you've been sort of like part of this world that is so it's still so new to me but like super inspirational so I'm although I know it has a bit of a banter lens on it it is it is is mad interesting to get you guys thoughts I'm going to move on to the last section now which is uh, around like sort of development slash infrastructure and um, one of the things that I've noticed sort of being in Cameroon, being in Ghana, shouts out to the sirens in the background, is that um, you seem to have like pretty big, there seems to be pretty big wealth gaps in the sense that people are either super rich or like really grinding and not not with like, a, not making a huge amount of money. And in essence, it feels like, and I could be wrong, but curious to get you guys' perspective, it feels like there isn't much of a middle class. And... Um, my thing is more like, do you do you feel like in the future, and maybe it's different in Nigeria actually because I haven't been, but um, do you feel like that that um, what I've noticed again only being in those two countries? Do you feel like we'll start to see more middle class developing in in more consistent areas across Africa? Um, yeah, because it has to for the country to grow. You need a you need a you need a thriving uh mid middle class it's like anything if you take out the middle uh what have you got everything collapses if you don't have the stability of the of the middle so i think in nigeria it's in it's it was improving but like under this last government is honestly terrible and and so like i feel like the gaps just got even further but i think what's been interesting is that even the rich are feeling kind of the situation as well so it's kind of like everybody's kind of feeling it now but like you know when it comes to the green shoots of recovery it will be the rich that will be able to kind of um pick 
those first fruits and and benefit. But it it absolutely has to have a middle a middle class for success or for a stable uh, economy. You can't just have nothing in the middle. Like the middle is the connection point. It's what links. Uh, it's what brings everything together. And shout out to Davido for the song "Sweet in the Middle." That is the essence of uh, what it's all about. No, nice because you said essence as well. Shout out to Whiskey and Thames and Thames because she bodied that. Bodied, bodied, bruv. Like differently. It's almost her song. Um, I 100% uh, agree that there needs to be a, a rise in the world class because there's a huge disparity. And I'd even go as far to say like the middle class in, um, in Europe is almost like the upper class in back home. Oh, um, definitely, bruv. Which definitely. Change. Like, even more extreme, you could say. Um, but, like, I, I, I do think that will happen with, like, the the, 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 the markets that are, are, are growing. There's an increased investment. There's an increased tourism, especially in Ghana. And, like, I've we've seen the last 20 years, like, countries like India and Brazil have seen huge explosions. The developing countries like Brazil and India have seen huge explosions in, like, the, 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 the spread of wealth and the rise of middle-class families. So I'm hoping the only thing is that, you know, not to be negative, Nancy, against our people, or, uh, sorry, or a negative Nyako, but there's huge corruption. Now, I'm not saying Brazilian, Indian, or any non-African governments are not corrupt, but a lot of times, like we say, like, clout is killing our people, but a lot of times it's greed. A lot of times mm. it's greed. So I'm hoping that mm. more governments can be set up. Because people are going to treat the system, like, whether you like or not, criminals... Uh, uh, law-abiding people and also politicians but just uh, if, if, if if that can be minimized or if or even if not if the money made is so much that p- people can grow and f- and, uh, and society can r- can uh, like you say exp- exp- have more wealth uh, it will happen but things need to be things need to happen for that to happen but yeah it will happen it will, and it has to happen uh, and, w- and um, I'm hoping like I said before about Afro beats like, like Ghana and Nigeria and going to Africa is not a trend I'm hoping it'll become normal. Like in five or ten years, we'll be like, oh, you know what? I really miss some culture. You want to go to Nigeria? And like someone from Sweden or 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 or, or Albuquerque, Mexico was saying that. Do you understand? Like rather <laughs> than like being this, rather yeah. than being this, this like great adventure, oh, I'm going to Africa. It'll be more like pinpointed. You know what I'm going? I'm, I'm going to Burkina Faso. I swear down, like, don't they have that? That's what I'm really looking forward to. Where like, mm. you know, like um, Jalof Rice doesn't have to be explained it's just we know what it is yeah you understand that's what i'm really looking forward to no i hear it man and it's do you know what yeah like seeing the wealth gaps in cameroon and ghana it just made me think like raw like there there actually is a place for for a middle class it just doesn't seem to have been like um well established and to your point kwame i feel as though if you're middle class in europe you are definitely very upper class in certainly the places that I've been to in Africa anyway. Um, the last question, and to close out this segment and ultimately wrap up the podcast, is the resourcefulness and hustler-like nature in Africa is unrivaled. Unrivaled. Um, how do we feel like that mindset or that way of living will manifest in a few years? Um... <clears throat> the hustle and ambition or the, so the innovative nature of everybody 
Um, I think it's just going to continue to grow and grow because whilst you the settings on the environment of the country means that in order to survive, you have to be creative, you have to hustle, you have to be innovative. It's it's a way of life and it's kind of like inbuilt into the uh, DNA. So I think it's going to just continue. I think what we're going to see is going to see people rewarded for that. And it'll be interesting to see that if in the long, 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 long run, when kind of standard of living uh improves if that hustle mentality is still going to be there as life becomes probably more easier or more pleasant mm. that's going to be sort of the curious development I, d- I don't know um but like yeah for the foreseeable future it's here to stay just because a lot of these countries in terms of government is in such a shambles that um if you want to survive you have no choice but to be that way no, no. Over you to Jeff. It's uh yeah, it's just uh it's just like a byproduct of society and culture. Like you have to get in where you fit in and a lot of times there's no space. So what do you do? You create situations or you create a place where you can thrive or even exist. So I definitely think the res- the resourcefulness will continue. <laughs> Shout out to Graham Poe. Um so yeah, and like it's one thing that has always impressed me especially with West Africans, because that's, a, that's an, uh, people have affinity with a lot. Like, But not even sometimes in like costume or like comedy or way of thinking in terms of like the mechanisms and design. So, so, sometimes it's just language. I'm like, why have you used a word that, that like William Shakespeare like, would it even reach to use? It's a fine <laughs> word and it still qualifies, isn't it? But sometimes... Yeah. Put the it put the Oxford Dictionary down in it, but it's inventive. It's a way of making sure that you making sure that you like stand out. Do you understand? So yeah, like I'm all for it. I actually think sometimes we can all maybe try and be more resourceful, especially people, especially kids of the diaspora. Oh, my voice broke again. And um, yeah, that is my story. And me and Stephen on a united front, like two political enemies, putting our hands together for a great for opportunity. Stand United. Yes! I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We need to do more of these. We need to do more of these. Yo, um, again, I was just thinking about, like, what is the what is the best way to discuss it with you guys? Because I know that probably ain't going to have time in the near future to talk about. So, like, let's just, let's just talk about it on the episode, like, some of my observations and experiences. And it's been sick to get you man's perspective and... Like I said, although it had a bit of a ingest tone, it's really interesting to get your... Just, like, how you guys see things, because you've been living it, do you know what I'm saying? And I can definitely say the last few months going to Cameroon and Ghana have opened my eyes to a lot. It's helped me understand myself, my friends, culture, the world around me just so much more. And, um, yeah, I think it's Africa's a continent that if people visit and they get a like a an experience from they'll always want to go back and they'll always want to like experience and explore some more just like i have so nah man it's been great to get you guys you just your thoughts on it and your words to be honest nah bro um <laughs> thank you for being a great like quiz master questy and uh no i know also yeah like um I, i'm just so happy for your outlook to have experienced uh, Cameroon in January and Feb and now Ghana in April and like I definitely think like like all of us your experiences are your you enrich yourself with it, these traveling experiences and I also can't wait to visit uh, Jamaica or parts of the Caribbean Trinidad obviously I'm um, mm. looking forward to 
looking for, really for, looking forward to going to, going, going to like Suriname whenever I can. Come on, um, Stephen. We're uh, we're glad you made it out of jail. You're on bail at the moment. You're on bail, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Who has gone <laughs> to the pod jail this week, bruv? It's uh, actually an interesting one because no one's really said anything mad. No, no, come come here. It's a I'm big shout. Come here. It's a big shout. I bet it's coming. You you had one. When I was doing this, that's what I was signaling. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> DMX time. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, listen, more to come next week, lovely listeners. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, Shouts out to Kieran, who's enjoying Barcelona night. Shouts out to Man City versus Real Madrid, which we have stopped recording in time for, which we're about to watch, I'm sure all of us. <laughs> yeah, very happy and, um, with that. Very happy with that. If you've been listening to us, whatever day it may be, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Keep messing with us. And God bless. Yeah. Cheers. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.